Hello, and welcome to Caverns and Krakens, an almost family-friendly D&D real play podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Ethan Despain, and these are our players. Bo Wright as Momo Walker, who's not quite sure if he has room for another Frank in his life. Cody Serine, playing as Mr. Pickles, who is a barbarian half-orc, and because of his half-orc lineage, he actually has green skin, which also explains why his name is Mr. Pickles. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't know what your character looks like. <laughs> Me neither. I'm making it up as I go. Okay, nice. <laughs> so he literally looks like a pickle. <laughs> does he have warts? Yeah, he does. Have okay, warts. nice. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That totally changes him for me. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit. It's not like a lot, not a lot of work. It's, it's like pickle like Rick. Pickle. That's gonna be bad news for you if we ever get hungry. <laughs> oh, You're gonna be the first to go. It's like a large version of pickle Rick. Is just Cody. I wasn't gonna say it, but oh I also might want him to wear like a straw hat because he's like a farmer. I feel like that might. That's so okay. After this, I'm gonna sit down with you and we we can... need to talk about. We what just don't like. have a high enough IQ to understand Mr. Pickles. <laughs> Leslie Colton as Ekinem Umut, a dragonborn who is reject politician and is returned to monk. Returned to monk. Caden Haywood as Scar, the Lannan Paladin, who, as much as he respects company policy, when it comes to video calls, he is reject Zoom, return to Skype. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Of course. We'll try to keep things T+, but there will be violence. Other applicable content information can be found in the episode description. We ended last session with Scar walking his way into a gelatinous cube. You are currently suffocating, so that's fun. Just let that simmer for a second. <laughs> but everyone, roll initiative. 17. 19. Nat 1. Frank rolled a 6. Scar, you're suffocating. You've walked down the stairs. This room is pitch black. So, Ekonem, you can't see anything. Everyone else, you three have dark vision, so you can see as if it were dim light, which means you're going to have disadvantage on all your perception checks. Your uh, attack rolls are going to be fine, though. Do I know that Scar has been swallowed? Or do I have Ooh, to make a perception uh, check with disadvantage? Make a perception check with disadvantage since you're at the stairwell. If the other so. guys can see it, then... Scar, no! Scar, you've just been sucked into a gelatinous cube! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> For all Momos pretending to be a bard, he doesn't know anything about gelatinous cubes. I think what Momo would do is he's going to try to stick his arm in to, like, grab Scar. Okay, so Momo reaches his hand in to try to help... Scar, I'm going to say that you're using the help action. Roll your dexterity save, DC 12. If you succeed, you are unable to help Scar. If you fail, you are engulfed, but you are able to help Scar. I don't know why I rolled twice, but <laughs> even with this advantage, both of them would have passed. You try to help Scar, but you see that you're about to get engulfed, and so you jump to the side. So you're standing on the side of the cube now. Scar is inside how dare you not engulf yourself? <laughs> <laughs> and it's Frank's turn. Frank is just going to use his withering touch on the gelatinous cube to try to like trivel it, I guess. He rolled a two. So that's a nine to hit. Oh, and that hits. <laughs> Very low AC. Ekonem, it's your turn now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take my quarter staff and just kind of like poke it. Is that a strike? Yeah, like strike. Okay. Yeah. Attack. Just uh, roll to hit and roll damage. You're going to have disadvantage as well because you can't see. Oh, disadvantage? Okay. Yes. 
12 to hit. That hits. Okay. So that's 11 points of damage. And then bonus action, I'm going to spend a key point to make two unarmed strikes. Eight to hit. Okay, yes, that hits. Oh, eight hits. Okay. (laughs) It has an AC of six. So if you roll a six or higher, you hit. (laughs) Three extra points of damage. And then last one, eight plus four, that hits. Five points of damage. So all told, that's 19 points of damage. Scar, your turn. Okay. Oh my... Scar, do you need to work out a little bit more? Because I think you failed last time a bunch of strength (laughs) checks, and now this time... He takes extra psychic damage. (laughs) (laughs) I have a plus three on it. Now it is the cube's turn. You're going to take 12 acid damage, because you're inside of the cube at the start of its turn, so you're going to take 12 damage. You took some damage from entering the cube, so take another 5 damage. The cube is going to try to hit Ekinem. 13? That's my AC! Oh no! Okay, so you're going to take 6 acid damage. Now it is Mr. Pickles. Mr. Pickles is going to try to strike it with its great axe. Okay. 19. (gasps) Nice, that hits. I'm going to slash at him and try to like turn him into a cool little sculpture. Because he's a gelatinous cube. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I carve a nice little eye sculpture. Jealous yep. sculpture. I'm yeah, carving there you around go. you guys that are stuck in it. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pickles gets carried away with the sculpture and forgets he's supposed to be getting other people out. Carves it into a beautiful swan. Now it is back up to Momo. Momo looks with determination in his eyes. Come on, Frank. A little help here would be nice. Uh, then he looks at Frank, too. He's like, not you. <laughs> and then he shoves his arm in to try to grab Scar out. So you're going to make a strength check. I am bad at strength, so let's see how that goes. 14. Okay, you successfully pull a scar out of the gelatinous yeah, cube. Nice. And you're going to take six <laughs> damage. Tastes <laughs> 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 like coconuts. <laughs> that was extremely unpleasant. Ekonem. <laughs> I poked a hole in it earlier with my staff, but I see Mr. Pickles with his great axe carving off pieces, and I'm like, that might work. So I start turning and turning and turning my quarterstaff, trying to slide a piece off instead of just poke a hole. 19 to hit. That hits. Okay. Six points of damage. And so it kind of glances off, and I'm like, <sighs> so I'm going to extra unarmed strike as a monk thing. 10 to hit. Hits, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. Five points of damage. It's looking pretty beat up now that you've carved a bunch of chunks out of it. It's Frank's turn. He's just going to use a withering touch again. Frank extends his hand and a spectral shadowy hand reaches out and starts pulling chunks off of the gelatinous cube and he takes damage. Scar, your turn. I'm going to heal myself for five. I guess I'll try and scare the gelatinous cube with a daunting roar. Okay. It's a DC 12 wisdom save. It succeeds. This cube is incredibly wise. It's too stupid (laughs) to know it should be scared. (laughs) Yeah. Scar's like, well, that's about what I expected to happen. (laughs) What's the range on your Daunting roar? I don't like that question. (laughs) That's not good. 10 feet. 10 feet. Okay. Yeah. Nothing happens. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) The range on his roar? Yes. Is there another enemy that... 
that's behind this gelatinous I mean, cube? Yes, but he's not going to say anything. Of course. <laughs> if you're 11 feet away from him, you can't hear his roar. Yeah, if you're 11 feet, you can't hear his roar. <laughs> it sounds like a meow when you're 11 feet, but when you're 10 feet, it sounds like the loudest thing you've ever heard. The sound drop-off is intense. Okay, that was your turn, Scar. And now it is the cube's turn. The cube is going to attack Momo this time. How does the cube attack? It has a pseudopod. Oh. So the cube is just going to like puff acid at you. Hmm. Uh, 15 does not hit. It does not hit me. Okay, he puffs acid at you, but it like just gets on your armor. Now My it is uh, Mr. <laughs> Pickles. He still has this dancing great sword that he got. And we said after a long rest, you get to pick a new command word. Oh, do I? Yeah, so you can pick a command word and I can use it. Yeah. <laughs> because you cuddled with it last night and you oh, attuned right. to it. <laughs> I cuddled with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you attuned to things? What should my command word be then? It can be anything. Hey, baby. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> All right, great sword. I'm going to use you, and that's going to be my command. <laughs> okay, wait. You only want the great sword no, for its attacks. No, it's not like that great sword. I promise. <laughs> well, I rolled an eighteen. Whatever. Okay. Uh, as you are fumbling with trying to decide what a command word should be, me and my dancing sword are kind of arguing. <laughs> yeah, you guys are going back and forth. We're going through something. Uh, but he, in his confusion, attacks itself in his confusion. Uh, as he is gesticulating and arguing with you, he hits the gelatinous cube. <laughs> Gesticulating is the worst word. <laughs> 13 uh, damage. So okay, wow, holy cow. Back up to Momo. <laughs> well, now that Scar's not in there, we can give it the good old blast. <laughs> Put it on blast. Gonna hit reply all on this email. <laughs> 19 before I add whatever I add, so it definitely hits. Yes. I rolled a 1 for damage. Second him. I want to use my breath weapon in a 5 by 30 foot line for 2d6 lightning damage. Everyone in that line needs to make a DC 12 save, and this is just a hallway, so... Okay, got a 16 minus 4, so 12, so it does pass. Okay, so it takes half damage, I okay. think. 10, so it takes 5 points of damage. Now it's Frank's turn. Another spectral hand comes out and slaps the cube, and it's looking very close to death. This cube is almost no longer sentient. <laughs> Scar. I am going to take me Warhammer. Damage. It makes a really gross squelching sound. Make deck saves to see if you uh, don't get hit by the spray of the gelatinous cube going everywhere. Oh, yeah, let me make sure it doesn't do anything like that when it dies. Oh, gosh. Why did I give you ideas? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it doesn't. You're good. Would you like to describe how you squish the cube? <laughs> yes, it makes a very loud squelching noise. We should all make a squelching sound when it dies. Okay, yeah. One, two, three. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ew, that was rough. That was unnerving. <laughs> yeah, so I just raise it above my head and I bring it down right on the cube and it splurts everywhere and gets on everybody. Splurts. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> now that the immediate threat has been taken care of, we're going to keep that initiative. Hmm. The three of you with dark vision, Ekonem, you still can't see anything. You've been just kind of firing blindly. As you look around this room in dim light, everyone give me perception checks. So the three of you give me perception checks with disadvantage. You don't get to because you can't uh, see. Okay. Because you're blind. Because you are <laughs> blind. You Do actually... I, can I roll just to hear anything? Yeah, sure. You can roll to hear. That was good. 19. Nice. Non nat one, but still a one. Okay. I got a nine. Okay. <laughs> 15. Okay. Scar, you can see that this cave is just kind of like dripping with ooze. 
There's like Ooh. ooze everywhere. Um, apart from the ooze that came from the cube. Apart from the ooze that came from the cube, there's Cubus, just the cubes, the cubes, the cues. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it's like a cube bone, but made of ooze. Yeah, cubes. <laughs> um, okay. So there's like ooze dripping down from the walls and like in little patches on the floor, and it's gross. Echonem with a 19, you can hear dripping noises and squelching sounds and like faint gurgling <laughs> here and there. It's very uncanny. And Squiggles, is that you? No. <laughs> Wait, does he have dark vision? Oh, he has true sight. Ooh! Could use him as a flashlight. So basically, his third eye is opened. <laughs> He can see everything within 120 feet. <laughs> Is it a literal third eye? Yes. <laughs> but we don't know about his yeah. mouth, right? Uh, we don't know where his mouth is. You don't know where his mouth is, but, but, but uh, we know, we he know has where his third eye Or one. I, don't, I haven't decided how many eyes he has. I still am unclear on what he looks like. At least one. <laughs> he has. Uh, let's roll a D3 to figure out how many eyes he has. D3? Yeah, he has uh, one through three eyes. What did he roll? Okay. I rolled a five, so he has three eyes. <laughs> yep. What okay, great. <laughs> Momo looks up. Oh, Jimbo. One of them is always closed, though, because it's his third eye, but he opens it to look around. Has that has that third eye always been there, Jimbo? Yeah, I just keep it closed because it freaks people out, point in case. I mean, Frank is a little scarier looking than that, so don't worry about Excuse it. Excuse me? Not you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> you are now in this room with oozes around you on the floor, on the ceiling, on the walls. Squiggles with his mm-hmm. true sight can see better than all of you squiggles whispers in momo's ear hey i think it's watching us i don't see anything squiggles uh, the ooze the, the ooze. ooze the ooze i think i <laughs> is, is anyone else like kind of where i could get their attention without saying anything yes i think you're all standing near each other actually Eknem, you rolled a 19 on your perception check to hear mm-hmm you hear incoherent babbling kind of off in the distance. Okay. Jimbo, should we move forward? Uh, yeah, I think let's... Should I Eldritch Blast in the distance somewhere? I never... I, I, I'm like, uh... Bod Blast. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, seeing that all of you have, like, stopped and are kind of, like, just waiting a second, he is going to cast the cantrip Dancing Lights and send four glowing orbs around the cavern. They're disco uh, balls. <laughs> They're all different colors. They're spinning. <laughs> yeah, it's like a rave moving. The through. oozes are all like pulsing a little bit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh gosh! Everyone with dark vision, you can see the room as if it were bright light. Ekanem, you see it as if it were dim light. So if you roll a perception with disadvantage, and then just decide how much of it you see based on what you roll. So Ekanem, give me a perception check with disadvantage, and then everyone else, you can just see what I'm about to describe. Nine? Okay. Uh, so you see about nine out of 20 of what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'll, like, take my headphones off for half the time. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So as you look... Oh, wait. That, we're in the same room. Yeah, we're in the same room. <laughs> that took me a little too long. <laughs> so as the dancing lights go out, you can see that this is like a 60 foot in diameter chamber. And there are different patches of oozes all over. Straight in front of you is a big mass of black ooze with like kind of tentacly things sticking out from it. Behind and to the right is a red ooze with like mouths and eyes on it. To your right on the wall is yellow ooze. To your left a little bit at your uh, 11 o'clock is neon green like toxic looking ooze. 
but the biggest massive ooze is straight in front of you with the black one with the tentacles kind of like seeping out. It's like drips and water coming out from a big like melting ice cream cone. Like you like melts jello. Delicious. The cave isn't a perfect circle. So there's kind of like small gaps in the walls and that kind of thing. What did you roll on your perception check, Scar 15 initially? Yes. We'll just keep that. So Scar, you notice that to your left, kind of behind you, on your left is a crack in the wall, and on your right are more stairs leading down. It's a crack in a cavern? Uh-huh. It's a crack in a cavern. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> Caverns and cracks in the cavern. Crack in the cavern. <laughs> Caverns and cracks in the cavern. That's what you see. Just another <gasps> crack in the cavern by Pink Boy. <laughs> another crack in the cavern. <laughs> da-da, 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 da-da. Okay, uh, so that's what you see. So, so far what Eknem sees is a red ooze pretty clearly and like tentacles, but like what's causing the tentacles is very vague. Yes, exactly. That That's about what Eknem has been able to see and some cracks in the wall. Okay, guys, um, question. I, I could, I can't really like make myself look like them, but I c- might be able to like make myself look like a humanoid slime thing. Mm. I could do that and then go try to talk to them and, uh... Suss out how and whether or not we need to kill them or not, you know? Yeah. Do you speak slime? That is a great idea. I do not. Mm. I'm kind of hoping they speak common or, you know, maybe Mm. maybe they speak goblin like me. Uh, (laughs) I I somehow doubt it, but I look at Frank too. Frank, do you know where we need to go? Do we need to go through the slimes or could we just take those stairs? I think we can just take the stairs. Okay. Okay. Momo, you sure you don't want to turn into a little slug man and talk to him first? I mean, kind of sounds fun, I'm not going to lie, but I kind of feel like it's not going to go well for me. Maybe so. on the way back up. <laughs> yeah, Let's, we can do that. Yeah. I say we book it before we get slimed again. Okay, uh, so you are not within range of any of them. The closest one is like 15 feet away. So you can all book it down those stairs if you'd like. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Dash. Roll. Dash. Taking the dash action. Okay, great. Uh, okay, so you guys run down the stairs. As you run down the stairs, you walk into this room. This is what would have been the nicest room in this whole like dungeon area. It's like really ornately carved with fancy white marble and like black floors. But it's kind of like it's unkempt. Uh, so it's kind of like fallen to ruin a little bit. But it was originally like very nice with ornate carvings and shiny black floors. You walk down the stairs and you enter a square room, kind of like square trapezoidal room. You walk into the room and like leading behind you almost. So like on your left and on your right, but kind of extending backwards a little bit are two tunnels, like two, two hallways. We'll say that in front of you is also a really fancy ornate painting of a wizard. I want to touch the painting. Okay. Is it hollow behind it? Uh, no, but it's re- it's real oil paint. <laughs> Hmm. Okay, like, but does yeah, it come you off like, the frame? Okay, this is a very large painting. Does its eyes follow? If you'd you like to around? remove it, uh, yes, it is painted in such a way that its eyes follow you, and it's <laughs> pretty uh, uncanny. I'm not, I'm not really sure why we're taking the painting down, but you, you need uh, help yeah, with that. Yeah, make a strength check to try to take the it's painting gonna down. Fall Are you on helping Momo? Yeah, I'm Okay, so now. roll with advantage. Okay. 17. Okay, you are successfully take the painting down. It, like, uh, is super heavy. It's like a... 15 by 10 painting is massive uh but you lift it off the hook and you set it on the ground there's nothing behind it just the wall any secrets 
Uh, In no. the painting? Like arrows pointing left or right? No. It's staring at us, though. Uh, Ikidim, I hope you weren't planning on taking this painting home with us, because uh, <laughs> I don't want to have to carry this thing through the whole dungeon. <laughs> we can slash it out of its frame and roll it up. Yeah, you could do that. I, uh, Yeah, if you want this random dude who made the dungeon, yeah, let's do it. I want to just make sure it's the guy we think it is. Yeah, maybe if we meet him later, we can have him okay. sign it. Uh, roll a history check. Then. He's dead, so I really hope we don't meet him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good point. 18. Okay, yes, yeah, so this Ooh, is, in nice. fact, Halister Blackcloak. Does he have a black cloak? He does. All uh, right, well, Scar, what does your gut tell us? Which way should we go? Uh, my gut says what everyone else says. I, res- <laughs> I reserve the right to reject or my accept what your is, gut says. We spin Scar around so he gets really dizzy, <laughs> and then whichever route he stops in front of Perfect. is the one we go down. Spin yes. That's a great uh, idea. Yeah. Alright, let's I, spin I do have I do have a very active internal compass, so... <laughs> we spin I think that even right better. round, baby, right round. Or left round. Let's do counterclockwise. <laughs> Just roll a d4 to see which way you're facing. <laughs> Okay. One is north and it'll go clockwise. One. So north. You're facing the stairs. <laughs> well, that's all right. Now roll, <laughs> it, roll it a d4 again. <laughs> Even you collapse to your left, odd you collapse to your right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Four. Right. Say even to the right. Okay, yeah. All right. So well, the right path it is. You fall down to the right. I get Scar a hand. <laughs> all right. Good choice, Scar. Let's go right. Okay. Well, we hope right. it is, but we're definitely going to blame you. Why don't we do wrong. this more often? <laughs> you know, I don't know, because so far it seems like it worked really well, huh, Scott? <laughs> Seriously, like... You were really good at that. <laughs> I know. What's on the ceiling? Is it, like, just a flat ceiling, arched? It's, like, vaulted ceilings. Any carvings? Like arched. Uh, sure, there's, like, frescoes and stuff of the works of Halister Black Cloak fighting monsters and casting spells and just generally looking cool. Beautiful. I contemplate taking a rubbing, like, okay. <laughs> but I'm like, nah, it's too far up. Yeah, that's like... Why does this guy only have paintings of himself in this dungeon? <laughs> in front of you, if you keep going down the hallway like 15 feet, it turns to the left. Immediately on your right is a door. I open the door. It's locked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ikinim, uh... Do you know how to pick locks? Because it kind of seems like a thing you would know how to do. Nope. Oh, wow. All do right. we have any spare keys <laughs> from all the doors we opened up from before? All of the locked doors? Do we have like a whole keychain by now? We have a now? janitor key set. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just a giant takes ring. An entire short rest to find the right key. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone takes a short rest while one person finds the key. Um, Anyone can try to pick a lock, but you won't be able to add your proficiency bonus. Do we have lock picks? Do we need to pick the lock, or could I just, like, Ildris blast the door? Uh, the door... Could I just bod blast the door? <laughs> <laughs> the door doesn't look super solid, so you could try to just uh, bark yeah. blast it. All right. <laughs> if that doesn't work, I say we, we take Pickle's axe to it. Okay. Pickle's axe. <laughs> it's a pickled axe. Pickled the name's better pickles. than a pickled sax. Mr. Pickles. <laughs> All right, everyone. Like the instrument? Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> I wasn't Sorry. sure if you were suggesting like the whole saxophone was pickled, like left in a brining solution, <laughs> or if there were like pickles inside of the saxophone. No, it's, anyway, made, out, it's made out of a pickle. It's a yeah, all of the carved. above. It's carved. I'm never eating a pickle again. <laughs> Is that like cannibalism for you, Mr. Pickles? I'm not actually a pickle. <laughs> oh, you know that, right? It's a really mom. misleading name. I mean, I kind of just assumed you were a sentient pickle. <laughs> so six sing plus five. Okay. Uh, you hit the door. Roll your damage. Five. Okay. Part of it splinters off. Let's all barge into it at the same time. Can we do that? Yeah, like yeah. as an unarmed strike. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, everyone roll. We're all doing it together. Yeah. Everyone roll a strength check. I got eleven. What was your second M? Three. Three, three, eleven, nineteen. Mr. Pickles? Ten. Ten? Okay. You successfully break the door down. Break the door down, Momo. You all, like, collapse into this room. You are standing in a nice little library. There's a large desk in the center with a number of books on it, held up by golden bookends, and there's just books on the walls. Yeah. Any books in common, draconic, primordial, or sylvan? There are seven in common and one that is not in common the one that is not in any of those languages okay what are the common ones mistress teachings denier guide my hand the great hunt and malar the great hunter to you sounds like romance Milo novels we to sing, me a guide to tanning wow what is what is the I'll one that, one that we don't understand uh you can't tell it's written in a language that you can't read. Yeah, Any pictures? yeah, but I like where is it? Can I show it to Scar? Oh yeah, it's just the first book on the shelf like on the okay. table. I take that one. Okay. Great. Is um, that all? Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. I just want to inspect the library see if there's any, you know, glass casings filled with crowns or anything. I don't know. Just <laughs> just spitballing here. Okay. So you walked in from the north. You see that on the east, so like to your left is another door. Uh, yeah. Any, like, big staircases or ladders I can climb? There's, like, staircases to help you reach the top shelf of books, but it's just a pretty normal library. Cool. Scar tries to look for, like, pirate history books. Okay. Uh, give me a... Give me an investigation roll. Can I show the weird language to Frank? Not your Frank, but Necromancer Frank? Uh, he's not there. Where'd Necromancer He's not with you. You didn't notice. Crap, I knew we couldn't trust that guy. Frank is no longer with you. You are um, now just realizing as you look around that Frank the Necromancer uh, is no longer with uh, the party. Do we remember him coming down the stairs with us? You didn't check. He you bolted down the stairs. He went down that crack, I bet Guys. you. Let's go back. Backtrack, backtrack. Frank's missing. But what about this door? Should we go down the crack or what? Here's the... <laughs> I don't trust I don't trust this other Frank. I think he's going for the crowns before we get them and I, think I don't... he is too. Yeah, let's go back to where we last saw him. Let's split up. But do we go back to where we last saw him and try to find him? Yes. We'll burn time and or do we hope that we're on the right path to find the crowns and just hope that going this way we'll get there before he does. You, you get what I'm saying here? Guys, let's turn back. Okay, are you not going to open the door? <laughs> yeah, let's open the door. All right. Open the door. I'm going to open the door before we leave. It's fine if you if you weren't going to. I was going to have Squiggles jump down and open the door. <laughs> <laughs> you still can turn back. No. Uh, uh-huh. We've made our decision. But yes, you are. Uh, we open the door and then we're going to turn back. Okay, that's fine. Mr. Pickles opens the door. Uh, 
you open this room and it's like a, basically just like a workshop. There's a bunch of like mechanical things. There are several like half-built robots, like metal constructs, not quite Warforged, but like metal constructs in varying degrees of like completion. And there's like just wires, bolts, and stuff littering the ground everywhere. They're all defunct. None of them are operating. If you look to your right, there's kind of like a, it's like a room, the wall goes in where there would be a door it's like a just an opening in the wall so it's like kind of like an open concept room <laughs> where you have little like half walls coming in nice if you look to your right there's a giant's ornate throne there sitting atop the throne is a, a metal crown <laughs> oh uh, my we're about to guys. turn back <laughs> we should probably go check that crown out i don't know if it's one of the ones we've been looking for <laughs> Guys, it's the crowd. No, guys, let's turn Scar back. Sprints, let's go to the crack. to it and picks it up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, Scar's it's almost like what Momo said was. It's kind of intelligent for once. <laughs> okay, so Scar sprints to it and picks it up. Uh, as you're examining it closer, the crown is like brushed steel with a cobalt inlay kind of around the bottom Ooh. of it. Uh, it looks really fancy. As you pick it up, you feel power. You feel just like straight power. Power. Whose crown is this? Which deity? If you'd like, you Let's can roll religion it. or cobalt is history. blue, isn't it? Yes, cobalt is blue. So it's like a brushed metal crown with a little blue like inlay wrapped around the bottom of it. Eighteen. Well, okay, sorry, I misspoke. You only get half of a crown. You're picking up half of a crown, <laughs> but this is in fact part of Metun's crown. The, the uh, one that got killed, right? Yes, they all got killed. Scar is like knocking on it and yeah, putting it yeah. up to his ear, and he's like, "Scar." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's your name. <laughs> Helia, are you in there? Uh, Can you hear me? You don't hear any answer, <laughs> guys. It's broken. Wait, so it's yes, it is in fact crown. broken. We can all see that. <laughs> Matun is the blue god. Yeah, right? Matun is the blue god the of like intelligence, logic. Yeah, the patron of the magi. Patron of the magi. Okay. All right. Well, I do want to do a perception to see if Momo knows or religion. Yeah, give I guess. me a perception check. Sixteen. Okay. I want to see if Momo can like understand this is Matoon's crown or has. Yeah. So now Ekanem and Momo both understand that this is a piece of Matoon's crown. It's half of Matoon's crown. As you are looking around the room that you're now in, so you're standing in front of this throne. If you look to the east, there's a table with like runes carved into it and a circle in the middle. If you look to your west, there is basically like a back to tank from Star Wars. I don't know what that is. A healing tank, yeah. like a a little tank. This one's horizontal like it is in the Boba Fett show. Okay. Um, and inside is a mass of flesh. Ugh. Can I check its pulse, see if it's alive? Okay, so you walk up to it, Mr. Pickles. You see that there are mechanical indicators, like blinking lights, basically. None of them are on. They're all off. The water inside, like the liquid, whatever it is, usually is like a blue color, but it's super murky and like green. And there's just like chunks of flesh and bones and stuff floating around. There is no pulse. (laughs) Okay, it's dead. Wow. We you think Mateen's this is crown. the lizard that was trying to turn himself into a robot, maybe? What lizard? I mean, wizard, <laughs> not lizard. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little I didn't, confused. I meant to. Wait, I mean, I there, said, what, I don't the wizard that, that made there, this, right? The wizard was trying to turn himself into a Warforged that was 
a thing we know? Maybe, no. No, you I don't know that. kind of side-eyes Mr. Pickles when he says lizard. <laughs> <laughs> um, it could be. It could be Halister Black Cloak. Um, okay, what do you guys want to do? You're in this back room. Uh, you have a piece of a crown. Guys. Do we want to return or do we want to go down that other hallway? I've been keeping track of a map. Yeah. Is the other hallway, does that connect to this room? No, no, it would okay. not. It's in the opposite direction. Well, at this point, I'm just saying, if we don't really trust Frank 2, we now have some bargaining power against him with this part of the crown we have. It might make more sense to actually look for him at this point. Or we could just take the hole and hope we get more crowns before he does race against Frank. I say we go down the other hallway, and then if there's nothing of interest there... We have an insta-leave, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you still have that little teleportation orb. That'll take us all the way back to the... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not quite following. You want to leave without getting all the crowns. Oh, are there multiple crowns down here for sure, do we know? Well, there's at least another half of one. Down here or somewhere else? Probably somewhere else, right? The Magi said crowns plural when they sent us, did they not? Can we talk to the Magi? Give me an Arcana check, actually. Okay, I'm good at that one. 15 plus 3. Momo, you want to try to talk to the Magi. The table on the other side of the room catches your eye, and you recognize it as like a scrying table. If we want to talk to the Magi, that right there is a scrying table. We could use it to message them, potentially. I think we should do that. So, I guess I'm the one with the best arcana. I'm going to walk up to it and see if I can figure out how to operate it. Yeah, give me another arcana check as you're trying to operate the scrying table. 18 plus 3, 21. Dang, okay. You know the things to say to, like, cast the scrying spell, and with the help of the table, it's basically like a spell scroll. Uh It allows you to cast the spell. I'm going to try to reach out to the magi that we talked to the most that, like, we first met and took us back into the server room. Okay. He rolled pretty low, so we'll just say that he failed, which means that you can now observe that magi. I'm going to try to probably call out to him and then realize that he can't hear. Correct. What's he doing? He's sitting in that little, like, break room thing he took you to in the middle of the server room. So you can see him and the other two magi are just kind of, like, sitting there. After a moment, he looks up and makes eye contact with the glowing orb that's there. So he does see you, and he knows that somebody is now observing him. He can see it because of reasons. (laughs) He motions to the other two and gets their attention, and so they all see it. They are now going to cast their own spell to... This isn't how scrying works, but they're going to do it anyway. With the connection that has been formed by the scrying spell, they're going to cast basically like a counter spell kind of thing to try to scry back on the person who's scrying on them kind of thing. <laughs> we hacked uh, the hackers. <laughs> counter scry. Yeah, so they're basically counter scrying your scry. <laughs> they can't see me though. Ring of mind shielding. True, yeah. So they see the three of you. A line of communication is there. Oh, Momo, how are things going? It's good to hear from you. Glad you're alive. You know, the not too bad, actually. Uh, I'm kind of a little disappointed you thought we were going to die down here. Uh, anyway. I mean, there's always a chance. <laughs> catch them up. Catch them up. So we, we found half of Mattoon's crown. Oh, nice. Great. You said crowns plural when you sent us down here. Would we find either the other half or somebody else's crown entirely? Or is this all there was to find? Also, we met a necromancer named Frank down here who claimed you had sent him. Yes. 
You did send him? Yes, we did send Frank down. He's a good guy, much like yourselves. So we sent him down also in search of the crowns. Well, we lost Frank at some point back. We didn't notice wow. he left. Sorry to hear uh, that. Yeah. Well, not dead. Dead. <laughs> well, explain. He's not dead. He just, we turned around and he wasn't there with us anymore. You oh. didn't seem that upset. Interesting. Wait, who didn't? I didn't seem that upset? Yeah. When we made it sound like he died. Oh, well, I mean, there's always a chance that that could happen, and I am a robot, so we have a hard time expressing emotion. <laughs> My apologies. Okay. We're working Fair on enough. it. We're working We've on it. We've been developing more expressive faces, but they're kind of creepy, so we don't use them. <laughs> <laughs> Give us an example. Uh, they, they make a face like when you AI generate a face, it looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> and it is nightmare fuel. You'll never look at them the same again. <laughs> Is there more to find down here, or should we return to the surface? So the reason we sent you down, and the reason we have not been sure about your fates, is because we don't know what's down there exactly. There is a lot of magic veiling the area that was put there by Black Cloak, so it's been difficult for us to do any sort of scrying or surveillance of what's down there. Okay, so... You have no idea if we could find more down here or not, essentially. There's a lot down there. It would make sense for there to be more than one piece of a crown down there, just because of the concentration of magic and the presences that have existed there. But no, we are not sure. It's our guess that there is more than one. All right. So you think we can trust Frank? Because honestly, oh, yeah. he hasn't really given me the best vibes so far. Yes, when we communicated with him, his intentions were honest. He is getting the crown for the reason he says he is. He's not evil or corrupted, but he's probably serving his own self-interest. I don't see what reason he has to give the crown to you guys. I mean, I don't necessarily care that he finds the crown as long as he's not gonna use it for bad purposes. Uh, well, that's the risk you take with everyone. That's the risk we took with you guys. We hope you don't use it for bad purposes. I mean, you should probably vet the people you're sending down a little bit more. Oh, we do. <laughs> All right. We're just very good at what we do. <laughs> All right. Well, how much do you really know about me? Oh, wouldn't you like to know? We actually can't share that over scrying uh, because of bad. Uh, Copper company policy. Because <laughs> yeah, of hip company policy. company policy and our security agreement. We can't share that information back with you unless you're in person. Momo, you're not going to win this one. It's company policy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, is there anything else useful you could tell us before we uh, end this uh, scrying session here? No, it looks like you're doing great. You guys can come back whenever you'd like, hang out. You can keep anything you find down there, so it's up to you. This looks like you guys are doing okay, so keep up the good work. Thanks for all your help. Cool, thanks, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> you end the scrape call. The no, scrape you call. hang up. <laughs> <laughs> the scrape call. The scrape call. I fill everyone else in on the scrying call if they didn't hear it. The scrape call. The scrape call, yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't have been able to see me. Did they ask about me? Were they concerned? You know, they didn't really ask. And they didn't honestly show that much concern. But they are, they are warforged, so, you know... Uh, still politicians. I, I, they <laughs> might have been concerned and I just didn't see it, but... They told me that we could trust Frank. So, do we just assume Frank 
is up to good and we leave Frank to his own devices, or do we try to find him? Maybe maybe he needs our help. I say we explore this dungeon before we worry about Frank. All right. Let's do it. Let's take the other path. Uh, what are we doing with Mattoon's crown? Is it going and healing his back? Scar, you have it, right? Uh, yes. All right. Are you putting the Are you going to put it on your head? Uh, he tried earlier, but <laughs> since it's half a crown, it, 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 it doesn't. Scar, I'm going to point, point out that uh, I noticed you trying to put the crown on your head. Yeah. Do you want to become a god? Is that the intention there? Uh, yes. <laughs> but do you want... Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Then he could be with Helia forever. Exactly. Um, Ooh, yeah. I will be a god, and sh- I will be her champion god. As a worshipper of Vorak, what would Momo's opinion on Matoon be? Uh, indifferent. You know... Uh, Scar, I I really would. It could be pretty useful if we had a god in our group. Not gonna lie. <laughs> true, true. Are I you mean... really planning on staying on the mortal plane after you become a god? But what if Helia cares about Matoon and you just like disperse his consciousness by becoming the god of blueness? <laughs> She'll get over it. The god Good of point, Bluity. Scar. Um. Becoming the god of intelligence would probably change you quite a bit. (laughs) 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 And it seems like Helia likes you the way that you are. Do you want to take the risk of that? (laughs) Uh, I... Okay, I think Ekonem was on to something. I will consult her. (laughs) And then we'll decide. If she's cool with it, then... All right. God, it is. You know, I'm not going to lie. Mattoon does a fine job, I guess. I'm kind of fine with keeping the status quo, but I'm not really going to try to stop you if you want to live for thousands of years and grow indifferent to the plights of humanoid kind. Uh, that's your decision. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's, Jake, he's wow. nodding his head the whole time. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> All right, so you're going to put the crown in... Your bag, Scar? Your fashionable uh, handbag? Yes. It right. explodes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. It has the effect of putting one bag of holding in another. <laughs> Let's go down this hallway. There's yeah. a door, uh, right? Which, which hallway? So you go back into the mechanical room, back into the library, through the door into the hallway, left to the main room, right is the continuation of that hallway. Yeah, and so hallway, straight ahead, left. Uh, left. Okay, so you go back into that hallway and you go left instead of into the door. And Momo's going to take the lead since he hasn't yet. So in case anything <laughs> hits us, it'll hit Momo. Oh, no, very yeah. brave. Um, it- I'm like, Momo, how many hit points do you have? 11 hit points? I do too. I'll take the lead along with Momo. Okay. Aww. Okay. Mr. Bickles with full health points. Just <laughs> <laughs> full health points and the most. <laughs> I like how, yeah, you just decided like 11 many- was the most. <laughs> Okay, so you take a left into this hallway, and it's collapsed in. So it's just rubble in front of you. Oof. Should we move the rubble? Yeah. Or should we go in a different way? Try and clear a path, maybe? My my only concern with moving the rubble is that it seems like maybe the (laughs) ceiling... rubble? Yeah, it might be load-bearing rubble. Like, maybe the ceiling's starting to cave in and we're losing a... 
Hmm. How about it does, yeah. a, it does appear that the ceiling is caved in, and that's where all the rubble's coming from. Uh, Maybe you should Eldritch Blast can it, and we we'll see find out. beyond the rubble? I, I uh, mean, you if, cannot. If I'm right okay. about that, and I do give it the old bard blast, then uh, we all die, so... Scar doesn't get to become a god. Uh. Well, let's go the other way then. That would be devastating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you walk back through the hallway. You make it back to the main room that you came down the stairs. So there's the other hallway right in front of you and the stairs to your right. Other hallway. Okay, so you go down that other hallway and it tees to your right is that same caved in collapsed room. And then to your left is a hallway that kind of like turns to the left more. So you can't see what's at the end of that hallway. Let's go through the only yeah, way we can. Yeah, let's go. Okay, so you go down. Let's um, skip and hold arms like we're in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> we're off to so see cute. the necromancer. <laughs> uh, okay, so you go down the hallway. At the end of this hallway is a like a metal grate, kind of like dungeon bars. Inside of the room is dark. Do you guys want to like walk up to it and look inside? Or yeah, yeah I think I'm gonna cautiously kind of like look inside without fully stepping in yet. Okay, to the left you see that. There is a flat object that's leaning up against the wall and it's has like a covering over it. And then on like the right side, the opposite side of the room is a person, like a humanoid person that looks like a normal person, except they have a hamster for a head. <laughs> uh, does he see me? Oh, they have a hamster head, not a <laughs> hamster forehead, not the whole <laughs> hamster. Head. They have a ham, a giant hamster head. Well, now I'm picturing like an astronaut thing, but like with the tank and just the hamsters <laughs> controlling it, like a mech suit. That's really like a mega mind of the fish. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, he has a hamster head. Uh, what was the question? Did he see me, or do I just see him? Yes, he sees you. He hears you before you even get there, and he is like making eye contact with you before you even notice him. Uh, hey man, uh, how's it going? <laughs> Uh, he like makes the hamster sound back at you. What sounds do hamster make? <laughs> yeah, he makes that sound back at you. <laughs> right. Well, uh, oh, here's what I'm gonna try. I'm gonna use speak with the animals and see if I can speak to him that way. I just uh, googled hamster, and one of the first things was a cubone mask for a dog or a hamster. Oh, it's so cute. cute. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's adorable. Um, I'm not that burning. That's adorable. You know, it's an at will yeah. thing, so yeah. I might as well try. Okay. You still cannot understand him. This thing speaks the language none of us speak. Uh, Not Sylvan? I can't speak with him with Sylvan? Correct. The language of the forest? Correct. Okay. Well, I'm going to like kind of put my hands up, you know, showing I, I have no harm and step into the room. Okay. It's, it's like blocked. There's like a dungeon, like it's rusted and there's bars covering the way. Careful, Momo. Hamsters can be pretty feral. And maybe they locked this guy up for a reason. He's got pretty creepy eyes. What has your experience with hamsters been, Mr. Pickles? Oh, man. Just sadness. Do they eat <laughs> your pickles that you make? <laughs> no, they just die. They live for a while. They run in the little ball. Oh, good pets. They die. So I see something covered in a cloth and a hamster, dude. Yeah, yeah. Do we want to go in here, guys? Should I... Is this the only way forward? Yeah, this is the end of the room, end of the hallway. Okay. All right, I'm just going to step 10 feet back and give it the good old bard blast. Okay, roll to hit and for damage. <laughs> the good old bard. <laughs> 16 to hit, 8 damage. Okay. It takes the damage and kind of like 
creaks a lot, but it's not quite destroyed. So you're, you're still not going to be able to make it through, but it looks like that was effective. Ekinem, like, takes the quarterstaff and, like, hits it with a resounding crack. Okay, you can either roll to hit or you can give Momo advantage on, like, a an attack or a strength check. Uh, I'm going to roll to hit. Okay. 19 to hit. Okay, damage. Not eight plus three, 11 points of damage. Okay, yeah, with your quarterstaff, you open the door. We make a pretty uh, effective team. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you guys go. Great, now you're in the room. The hamster person runs up to you and is very grateful to both of you. <laughs> well, I, I, actually, he stops. He is very grateful. Uh, he gives us like a hug or something. Yeah, he gives he gives both of you hugs and is like pointing to his head. And like making like question mark arms, like uh, <laughs> raising his hands up, question, you know, question mark arms, <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> question mark arms. <laughs> he's not running away. He's staying with you guys, pointing to the hamster head that is atop his shoulders. I was going to say, I tried to like tear off the hamster thing like a Scooby-Doo mask, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Mr. Jenkins. Just... <laughs> Dad? Dad, is that you? <laughs> Can I pet his little hamster head? You may. He oh. looks a little confused. Okay. <laughs> but he is hopeful. I like reach to do it and then... He looks at <laughs> you with like puppy dog eyes, but hamster eyes. <laughs> I wish I had dispel <laughs> magic. Baby hamster eyes. <laughs> yeah, right. do we have a polymorph or a dispel magic for anyone? Uh, nope. I have speak with animals and that's the closest thing that would help and I already tried it. I already tried it. Already tried it. I used to have a pet hamster. I'll try. <laughs> and he tries. Uh, speaking just like hamster noises? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Scott, mm-hmm. that is very wrong. Uh, if you did speak hamster, you basically just told him that his... You know I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. What do you mean? What sort of clothes is this guy wearing? Rags. Okay, so this isn't Frank... With transported no, no, this is some other guy. Okay. Do we want to play charades with him? Try to like learn that way, or do we want to just bring him along for the ride? Let's just bring him along. All right, let's do that. Um, I'm gonna just like motion to follow us. Okay, he follows you. Uh, do we know what this thing behind the the covering? Yeah, I'm gonna rip off the cover. Uh, like, do it slowly. Like the Robinsons? No. <laughs> do, do it. The Robinsons okay. When he's like unveiling his invention. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's a mirror, and standing in the mirror is a small gnomish woman, and she says to you, "Oh, hi! Someone's here." Oh, hello. Are you stuck in this mirror? Yes. Can you please help me? Um. All right. Well, I got this thing called the trolley problem. How would you? <laughs> Uh, I just I need your help getting out of the mirror, please. Yeah, I just need to know if you've got like good intentions or not before I like free you from the mirror. Yeah, I'm sorry, what, we just met. What do you need for me to convince you that I'm a good person? How do you? How do you yeah, need? How do you answer the trolley problem? No, well, how do you answer the trolley <laughs> problem? Also, uh, how do you get out of the mirror? Maybe. Yeah. So do I do just like break reach it? in the mirror and like, do you trade I places? Yeah, how do we get you out of here? Uh, I am not quite sure. It's been a really long time since I was put in the mirror. I'm gonna pick up the the mirror and like turn it down and like try to shake it, see if she falls out. Okay, uh, she falls to the top of the mirror and is like, "Ouch!" Oh, I- I'm sorry. I kind of so thought you might fall through. I-, I set her back up right slowly so she doesn't fall. 
I feel like even if it had been a long time ago, I'd remember getting stuck in a mirror. You just, you don't remember that? No, I remember getting stuck. I don't, I don't know how to get out of here. All right. Well, how did you get stuck in? You know, the, the wizard, the wizard got me trapped in here. All right. I'm a little scared I'm going to get stuck in this mirror forever, but I think I'm going to try to stick my arm through. Gnomish women make a pact with you to to redo the thing if you get stuck. You, you want me to make a blood oath? Not a blood oath, just like <laughs> promise. Gnomish women, do you promise that if I end up getting stuck in there, you're going to help me get out? Sure, yeah, I promise. Uh, insight check. Yeah, that. yeah, insight, that didn't sound like a very... 14, insight. 10 for me. Unclear. You can't quite tell if she will help you or not, if she's telling the truth or not. Uh, Maybe you could just bring the mirror with you? Are you on your way out? If you could help me get out of here, that'd be great. And then we could find maybe like another wizard that could help me. Yeah, uh, that works. We'll bring you along for the ride. And then I pick up the mirror. Um, Could we fit this in the bag of holding, Scar? In Helia's bag? Yeah, why not? Yes, you can fit the mirror in the bag of holding. Oh, wow. All right. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, I know a normal living thing would suffocate in there, so we're going to stick you in, and we're going to check back on you in like a minute or two and make sure you're breathing okay. <laughs> yeah, you okay, do that. Okay, I mean, Momo. there's nothing I can do, so. <laughs> I mean, it's a mirror, so well, it doesn't even suffocate. breathe. You won't suffocate in a minute, but you'll know whether or not you can't breathe in it's there. It's been underneath this cloth for Wait, wait, long? wait. Maybe get the hamster to try and trade places with her because we can't communicate with the hamster. So you're fine. I don't really want to take advantage of that. That doesn't feel like the uh, virtuous option to me, Ikanim. I don't want to take advantage of this hamster. I say we put it in the bag (laughs) and get on. All right. uh, Let's stick her in the bag and then, like, start walking in a minute later check on her and make sure she can breathe. Okay. Yeah. She seems fine. All right. So we're going to leave her in the bag. Okay, where do you where do you guys want to go? I I say let's go to the slime room and look at the cracks in the cavern. Yeah, well, yeah, let's let's just look for footprints and see where Frank went. Okay, so you go back up the stairs, you enter the room. The room looks pretty much how you left it. There's still lots of ooze everywhere. The gelatinous cube remains are like splattered all over the ground there. Uh the black ooze in the center, like half of it is mangled and messed up like the gelatinous cube. But it's not, like, completely dissipated, so it's still kind of, like, squirming around and thrashing a little bit. Um, and there are also, like, uh, zombie parts littered around now that weren't oh. there before. From where you are right now, and because of the part of the black ooze that's destroyed, you can see a faint glow behind it. Behind? Behind crack. the ooze, through a little crack, you can see there's, like, a faint glow. Guys, I think we gotta fight the ooze monsters. It looks like the ooze is, like, quite hurt, but it's not dead. Is it time for Operation Ooze Monster Momo? Yeah, uh, (laughs) now is a good time as any. Question, are you polymorphing yourself, or are you illusioning? I'm just gonna use disguise self. I can't make myself look like them, but I was assuming I could make myself kind of look like a oozy humanoid. It doesn't have eyes. It has blind sight. So it's not actually like seeing you with eyes. It uh, uh, is perceiving its surroundings without relying on sight. So it doesn't do anything? So yes, I'm going to say it still works because he has changed his appearance. I will allow it. Momo, you're a genius turning into the enemy. They'll never suspect anything. <laughs> <laughs> I say that out loud 
and very loud. <laughs> I'm going to do some reconnaissance, Scar. Just be a little quieter, my friend. Okay. <laughs> okay, can okay. do. So you cast Disguise Self on yourself, naturally. And what do you do? Where do you go? It looks like Frank went through the black thing. So unless I can easily go around it, if that's the path, I'm going to go to it. It was an intelligence check? Yeah. Okay. It fails the check. It rolled a nine. It does not notice that you are not ooze. So you can walk around and observe everything more closely. You can see that there's like uh, Frank's footprints kind of running through this black ooze. Frank kind of ran through the thinner parts of it, like where it wasn't quite as like dense. But you can see that there's some footprints here and there. If you look behind it, from the crack in the wall where the faint glow is, you see that there's like ooze kind of pouring out of that crack. I give an oozy thumbs up to my compatriots and then the thumb like falls off. (laughs) So at the end, you said there was like... So you're going to have to get a little bit closer to see into the crack. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I can fit into space as a small creature would. Uh I'm going to stick my head in kind of look. Okay, so you're going to have to walk through the ooze a little bit, which means you're going to take some damage. So you take four damage by stepping into the ooze, but you can step in it just once to like see around the crack. You see a little just like alcove. So as you walk up to that area, you see like lots of ooze kind of pooled up in there. There's a lot of ooze that's like coming from the alcove. And that's clearly the direction that Frank went, but there's nothing in there. There's nothing there. So Frank went down into this area with all the ooze? Yeah, so it looks like Frank walked past the black ooze into this little like alcove area so if i tried to walk in there i'd just get hurt from all the ooze though yes if you like you can roll perception or something to like track his footprints Mm -hmm. investigation yeah i'm gonna roll investigation i'm good at that and it makes sense (laughs) yes 10 plus 3 13 okay yeah there's only one set of footprints leading into there so it's a tiny little alcove frank walked in there he clearly didn't walk out there's just one set of footprints It's covered in ooze, so it's going to hurt if we go in there. I also don't know if you guys can sneak past uh, our friend over there, pointed at the slime. Um, He waves back. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) How's it going, mate? One of the tentacles. I don't know. He squelches back at you. (laughs) I don't know if you guys can get past him without getting hurt. So here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to go down there. Scar, if I don't return, you better come and heal me because I'm probably dying. (laughs) It's not like a room, it's just like a little cubby. Oh. Yeah. So how are there footprints in there then? <laughs> I mean, it's not like a big room, it's like three feet Yeah, I'm gonna step long. in. Okay, sure, okay. You step in there and this is just an empty little like alcove. Am I getting hurt from the ooze? Yes, I'm gonna, you're gonna take damage as you walk out again. But I'm not getting hurt from being in there. Uh, no, I'll say that you found a little spot with no ooze in it. I guess I'm going to try. It sounds like I'm not going to find anything, but I'm just going to try to roll one more investigation to see if I notice anything. Yeah. So 13. Okay, 13. Nice. With 13, you notice that it's a little odd that the dry spot that you found is like a perfect circle on the ground. So it does seem like he teleported out then maybe and the ooze came with him. Well, I wonder, does it look like the ooze is pooling out from this circle? It looks like it used to be. Um, uh, mm. I'm going to step out, take whatever damage I take. Yes, uh, you take four damage. I'm not doing too hot. Uh, Scar, can you heal from far away? Is that a, an up-close thing? It's called lay on hands, so... 
All right, all right. Uh, well, it's worth asking. <laughs> it seems clear to me that Frank was in there, and now he's not. I think there used to be some sort of magical item in that he used his orb the wizards gave him and went back to the top. Huh. Hmm. What uh, to do? I say so, we just run through it. Are there other cracks around well, you that can't run have through glowing that. things coming it, out of it? None of them are glowing, but there are other cracks. It's just an alcove, Scar, so you can't run through the alcove. But if you want to go through this part of the dungeon, I could see... Uh, something tells me I could get a surprise hit on a friend uh, over there, and I wave at the ears again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> back at you. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you guys want to try to follow me, I-, I could do that before you take a sip on, you know what I mean? I'm pretty hurt, I'm not going to lie. Do you want me to try to take a look into any of these other cracks? So you're out of the slime, right? Yeah, or do you want me to take in a surprise attack on Black Ooze Boy, uh, I- and you can join me? I let uh, Momo know that this area like wouldn't be over the like mansiony part of the wizard's domain. So I I am indifferent. Oh, you you think it's time to teleport out of the yeah. dungeon altogether? I think whatever was here has been taken by Frank. Is there a path back to them where I could not die? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can just walk. It's the same path you would take to go through that like seven o'clock crack. I'm going to walk back to them and then lose the disguise self. Uh, Scar could really use a few hit points back. I got you, man. I'll give you four. Thanks, Scar. All right. Well, we've acquired a person trapped in a mirror, a hamster man. (laughs) You found a dancing sword. I did find a a very nice dancing sword. (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) Should we all put our hands on this orb and... Okay, so you all stand close together. You pull out the teleportation orb, right? And then... We have the mirror in the bag of holding. You have the mirror in the bag of holding. All of you guys are together. So you throw the teleportation orb at the ground. The, like, fog that was swirling around inside of the orb envelops you. And as it clears, you see that you're standing in the square right in front of that, like, town hall area where the Magi were. Like, in front of that castle area. You are standing in a puddle of multicolored ooze, though, so all of you take four damage. Are you unconscious now, Momo? Uh, no, because Scar healed me, Yeah, lovely. he was right. going to die if he wasn't healed. <laughs> um, so you all, the fog like dissipates. You see that you're standing in this ooze. A glowing orb is off to the side, kind of like pumping out this ooze. And this whole area is kind of like roped off, and there's blue town security, like swarming the place trying to figure out what to do like running around scurrying trying to like contain the ooze and keep people away and like just basically damage control um and you guys plop down just like right in the middle of it well i guess we know where frank went and uh i'm gonna (laughs) try to step out of the ooze so i don't okay yeah Yeah, let's let's all jump out uh jump out of the ooze (laughs) that's fine uh the city guard like walk up to you are you guys good do you know what happened do you know what this is you know how we can like get this all sorted out you know that guy frank uh no we just there was a wizard working for the magi that i believe accidentally brought this from the dungeon below okay i guess we'll just do our best to like clean it up and stuff uh good luck with that just clean it up is gonna fix it mate that thing's actively pumping more of that kill it out uh okay sure yeah we'll try that we'll we'll put it somewhere for now and we'll see what we can do to probably uh get some wizards out here try to like dispel magic or something yeah okay 
you're not just trying to put on a brave face. You, th- you think you might have this under control? Yeah, now? I think we have a solution. This is just all very abrupt. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, I mean, we had nothing to do with this, but I am sorry. Uh, Thank good you. Good luck. <laughs> Appreciate uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Momo. <laughs> do we see anything that would lead to where Frank might have gone? No, slimy you do not. Footprints in a direction. Uh, yeah, you see slimy footprints just like going off away from the castle. They're leading somewhere. They go for like a couple hundred feet and then they stop. There's no more ooze to be left behind. Dang. All right, he's well, gone. Do you oh. follow the footprints? I think we need to find out if Frank found any of the crowns or not. Okay, great. Uh, so you guys follow the footprints down. So you guys are going to head east now, which is kind of back towards the way you came, like where the, uh, the teleportation circles that lead back to your ship. So you guys are walking down that way. The footprints are strong and like clear, and then they kind of like fade out as you keep going, and then other people kind of crossing traffic, you lose track of them. As you're kind of nearing the end of this, you hear off in the distance a voice that says, Hey you, half orc, you there, come here, come here for a second. Uh, okay. That's me, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, oh, you. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Sure. Well, now that I know you're not a pickle, <laughs> then yes, yes, that would be you. Mr. Pickles, you know you're a half orc, right? Uh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he is pot pickle. Maybe he is, and just posing as a half orc. <laughs> he's just posing as a half orc. I forget that's sometimes, everything. sorry. <laughs> just a pickle in disguise. Oh, well, that's rude. <laughs> You're walking down a street that's pretty busy. There's a lot of like shops and like booths and stands and that kind of thing. You walk over and it's like a half-sized stand with a little gnome sitting in a chair. And he says to you, Mr. Pickles, he says, Hi, I'm a fortune teller. Uh, what's your name? Um, I'm Mr. Pickles. Good to meet you, Mr. Pickles. Um, normally, I don't, I don't do this for free, but I'm getting such a strong reading from you. I, I just had to stop you. Come, come around. Come back. Come, come back to my uh, stand. He like motions for you to like step around. Okay, little the little stand. <laughs> Mr. Pickles, never take free candy from a gnome. <laughs> he looks so inviting though, and you I hear love from the getting... bag of holding. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Scar pulls out the the mirror and's like, "Hey, do you know this gnome?" Oh, uh, what? Uh, no, I don't think so. You're not like cousins or something? That's, that's racist. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know them. All right, put it back in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) All right, back in you go. (laughs) The gnome in the mirror is like, no, wait, stop. We'll we'll, we'll pull you out and we have a way to help you, okay? (laughs) This is the first time I've seen light in centuries. (laughs) Well, yeah, oh, later, I promise. And then it's, she, her voice, her screams get muffled as you says, back "Oh no!" Holding, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go up to the little. Okay, so the teller. little gnome is standing with you, Mister Pickles. Everyone else is still kind of on the street. He like puts on a, a kimono-looking robe and like a sleep mask, basically like a blindfold thing, and sits down at his chair. He's like, "Okay, let me just make sure I've got everything all set up." He like shuffles, shuffles around a bit, adjusts his robe, and he is like, "Hold out your hand." So he, he takes your giant half-orc hand in his little gnomish hand and closes his eyes, pulls the mask down so he can't see. and says, okay, I sense a troubled past. Grief and longing sent you down your current path. You meander forward, seeking something that perpetually eludes you. What you seek lies close ahead, but it can only be found by returning to the source of your trauma. And then he like lifts up the eye mask and like looks you in the eyes. Any reaction or anything? 
are you sure you're not reading me? Because <laughs> that sounds a lot like me. He pulls out from under the desk, he pulls out like a little uh, golden box. And he says, it's like glowing faintly. He says, this chest is a magical chest, which will procure an artifact that will guide you on the next steps of your journey. He opens the box towards you. Inside is an ornately carved metal ring with like ram's horns protruding from the top of it. He like looks inside of it too because he wants to know what's in there. Uh, And he like holds it out to you. He's like, put it on, put it on. Thank you, little gnome man. I put it on my ring finger. Okay, so add to your inventory a ring of the ram. As you take the ring out of the box and you put it on, you feel strange. Your stomach kind of like twists into knots. When you look back up, you are face to face with the gnome. His blindfold is off and he makes eye contact with you again. And then he bolts. He runs away. Everyone else, you see that Mr. Pickles has been polymorphed into a beautiful fluffy sheep. (laughs) (laughs) No! No. Mr. Pickles. <laughs> no. I, I, Mr. Pickles, are you okay? Uh, I think so. I uh, I'm so fluffy. <laughs> your are sheep. you aware? Your yeah, sheep. are you aware of your sheep now, Mr. I, Pickles? I think so. I look at like my little hooves like yeah, in Emperor's little, New little Groove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Guys, be honest. How do I look? <laughs> Fluffy. You're the sheep I've ever seen, Mr. Pickles. You're, you know, oh more. Gosh. I'm more of a scaly animal person, but you look so fluffy. I'm jealous. Can he understand anyone other than me? Uh, yes, he can understand everyone, but he can only speak oh, to you. Yeah. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. So, are, you're conveying his words. Yeah. Though. Wow. <laughs> I'm just like bang, like making sheep bang. sounds. <laughs> Bleeding bar noises. Bleed, bleed. I guess from now on I'm gonna have to be Mr. Pickles' official translator. <laughs> I guess so, Momo. All right, I, 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 got, <laughs> I got you, mate. We're gonna get through this. Okay, and that is where we'll end. Wow. Oh. That's fun. Will Scar ascend to godhood? Is Mr. Pickles a half orc, a pickle, or a sheep? I need answers. Tune in on July 21st for episode 7, where we'll possibly find out. Our DM is Ethan Nespain. Editing was done by me, Bo Wright, and Caden Haywood. Sound design was done by me. Our show art was made by Seth Prestwich. Our theme song was made by Ethan Nespain with assistance from me. Citizen Kane was directed by Orson Welles. Just seeing if you're paying attention. We'll be back in two weeks. The Skype sound when you hang up. Oh. Like, Dude, I've, yeah. never, I've never used Skype. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't used Skype in like a decade. <laughs>